we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event in Bible study for April 2nd, 2017. Next report, just a brief little uh, report here. Today's weather has been artificially created. Now, obviously, all of it's not been, but a lot of it has been, and a lot of it has been manipulated. The California drought has been artificially created. Now, we're past that, obviously, but it was a long, long time they were, they were in drought, and we, we covered that extensively. Um, and severe rainstorms have been created also. Weather warfare has escalated. Now, we covered this in depth with the whole Oroville Dam thing, um, I don't know, two to three teachings ago, uh, multiple different looks we, we had there, and then, then I had talked about last time all of the snowpack that was created when all of these weather systems were coming on shore from um, offshore to um, into California and into the Sierra Nevada mountains and all of the snowpack that is created. <clears throat> the Oroville Dam in Northern California is being targeted by various weather and warfare operations. They really want to, they really want that thing to go um, to breach because of all of the chaos that will ensue when that happens, if it happens. I pray it doesn't. Listed below are some patents directly related to geoengineering, weather modification programs. This information is posted at www.toxicsky.org if you want to know more about it, and also stopthecrime.net to learn about all the broader reality that we all face. This is a partial list of the patents and the descriptions of the chemicals being dumped upon humans through chemicals and geoengineering. So the patents are out there um, as far as what they're doing to us. It's out there if... if if you want to search and dig and you just have an open mind, they're doing this stuff, spraying us like cockroaches every day. And not only are they doing that, but they're also using the chemtrails in part to manipulate weather patterns, to create rain, droughts. They're also using harp and a lot of other weapon systems out there. And they've admitted this for decades. I mean, the government's had this ability to, to do this. It's called geoengineering because these chemicals literally restructure or re-engineer global weather patterns. The cells of plants, animals, fish, and insect and human life. And again, it's all about changing our DNA. We suggest that everyone take the necessary precautions to, to prevent direct storm-related damages. Okay, so I guess if you have a house or something, bear in mind that you could be targeted wherever you're at. Wherever possible, reduce or remove trees near dwellings and thin branches to reduce sail to catch less wind. In other words, if you have a lot of trees around your house, bear in mind they could come in with weather warfare and create a lot of different scenarios where those trees could be falling on your house. Not saying they would target your, just, your house, but um, it is something to think about. <clears throat> be cautious around creek overflows as well. Without a spiritual perspective, nothing makes sense today. The devil is in the details. The purpose of his evil existence is to utterly destroy God's creation. Couldn't say it better. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. All of these different scenarios of all of these different, quote, alien shows always end up, or at least the goal is always eradication of the human race. Always, in the end. Whether it's through direct eradication, whether it's through uh, defiling our DNA, whether it's through um, microchipping the populace so that we're cyborgs or neural implants and these types of things where we're not fully human. If they can make us all non-human, then the Bible cannot be fulfilled, essentially. Okay? So, you have to have people 
in the Revelation, in, in the, uh, the, the, the Bible verses that talks about the end times and the tribulation, whether, whether it's in uh, Thessalonians or Revelation or Daniel or whatever book you're looking at, humans play a part in that. In other words, without humans, those books cannot be fulfilled. And, and the devil's looking at it like, well, if I can just eradicate and defile the DNA of all humans and wipe them out, then, and this is what the whole thing of Genesis 6, he was trying to wipe out the seed line of humanity, and he almost pulled it off. Save, save the people on the ark and the animals that were preserved. Now, I'm not saying every single thing on the planet had been defiled up to that point, but it could have been. I don't know. It could have been that close. But God had another plan, and God literally had to hit the reset button. And that was Noah and the occupants on the ark start over uh, that was a their genetics had not been defiled so uh, that's what it's always about with satan kill steal and destroy that's always the the ultimate agendas of all of this stuff the california drought was engineered and now the drought is over some say the water shortage illusion has been manipulated we do not have a water shortage we have plenty of water water is a renewable resource now you could be saying what what's that Go up to their site, um, primarywater.org, and I didn't even know this until, I, I mean, I've been talking about this a little bit in the last year, primarywater.org, to learn the facts about water is a renewable resource. It's stunning. That, I mean, I have mentioned it before, I've played some clips, but I haven't really went into huge detail. There's just so much to cover whenever I actually have the time to do studies now, and, um, yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing on this primarywater.org. It's something to definitely bear in mind. Okay, next report. <clears throat> Your cell phone is a death trap. 5G is a killer. Dave Hodges recently interviewed Virginia Farver, and I, I played one other, I believe, clip of him interviewing her about a lot of the stuff they're doing on the college campuses, the public college campuses. This is another one. And because smartphones are such a gigantic part of almost everyone's lives. I feel compelled because these things, people are putting them up against their heads, they're, they're, they're on their bodies all the time. These things are ultimately death devices as far as the radiation that they're putting out. And you need to understand that ultimately they're going to move these cell phones if, if humanity gives them this option, and they will, they're going to move these cell phones into your head where it will be like a neural interface neural implants where you'll see things literally right you know in front of your eyes type of thing or within your visual gate type of thing that's ultimately where they want to move all this which also relates heavily i believe to the mark of the beast because it's just not going to be a mark there's going to be a lot that is, that's entailed with the mark a demonic component is probably a spiritual component a a physiological component an electrical component um <clears throat> ways all kind of ways to manipulate you uh <clears throat> So, he interviewed Virginia Farber about the police state surveillance grid being installed at a breakneck speed all across America. The system will be powered by 5G. This is reckless and very dangerous. Your cell phone is becoming a major impediment to your health. Not to mention your privacy. The interstreet light poles spy on you. Every traffic cam recognizes you. Eh, you know, okay. I don't know if it's to that point yet, but they, if they've got your license plate, yeah. Sure. Every move you make, the police state surveillance grid is stalking you. 
So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip here. And this is a pretty long clip, but I really believe this information is important enough with so many people using cell phone or smartphones in particular. I refuse to get one personally. So I feel like I'm kind of practicing when I'm preaching on this. You know, I've got at this point I've got just a regular old just keyboard like a phone that that where a keyboard comes out, which makes it a lot easier to text. That's as far as I'm going to go. You know. And um I'm not saying it makes me better. I'm not I'm just saying I just there's something in me that's like no, I'm not going to go that route. I just can't do it. Um and when I hear interviews like this, it's you know, it's like, well, you know, I kind of you know, it's easy to understand why you don't want to go that route if you can avoid it. So let's go ahead and play this. You need a website. Why not do it your... Well, today on the Newsmaker Line with me, I have Virginia Farver from what I like to call the People's Republic of Larimer County because they're so well known for their Agenda 21 policies. And we're going to get into some of those indirectly through a discussion of what I would label the electronic harassment of the American public. Virginia, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. And what's going on? I mean, are we being spied on from everywhere? What's the danger? I'll just let you decide where you want to take it. Well, you know, I, I keep talking about this smart grid. And what it really is, Dave, is a surveillance grid. And, of course, they can get information from inside your home, but also the infrastructure that comes along with it that is deployed throughout our cities and even in our rural areas is all part of this surveillance. Mm -hmm. So, um, of course, a lot of people know my story about the uh, Hepburn cell tower on the SDSU campus, which um, created a brain cancer cluster on campus. Um, is connected to over 70 rural fire stations in uh, San Diego and Riverside counties. And San Diego, the, the actual cell tower itself is mission control for San Diego Gas and Electric. And San, Die San Diego Gas and Electric is also behind putting these um, surveillance, 360-degree surveillance cameras on all of the microwave, microwave links throughout uh, Riverside and uh, San Diego counties. Wow. And I really do believe California is like ground zero for really the most draconian aspects of implementation of the New World Order. And surveillance is a huge part of that. Tracking us, uh, our every single move, just like the George Orwell 1984, where you've got Big Brother watching you 24-7. Your smart appliances the smart grid, your smart meters, um, all of these things, I encourage you to, in as much as you can in any way, shape, or form, keep or shun and keep them out of your life as much as you can. And I understand a lot of people are in a position where, the, where you know, maybe they can't. Um, but, again, that's why I tell people, if you're in a situation like that, make sure you're praying Psalm 64, something like that. I just believe that, that God has the ability to protect you no matter how bleak your situation may look. And that's what you're asking God to do in the whole first part of Psalm 64. So I did a whole teaching on that called Just Key in Psalm, and you'll find it. Psalm 64, Imprecatory Prayers, A Christian's Door of Hope. 
This is. Uh, it's, just, it's just like the emissions themselves. These cameras. I've seen pictures where these cameras go for miles and miles, and they actually will overlap, just like the emissions will from all of these uh, cell towers in place. Other than just capturing our good looks, what are they up to? Well, they, they, it's always under the guise, and, and actually the, the, the cell tower, telling Dave, is connected to, um, it, it scans the local highway system in San Diego. So the, the, it's all under the guise of uh, public safety. They want, they want to keep everybody safe, and the ones in the rural counties, of course, the reason they're on all of these 70 fire stations is because they... Uh, it's for fires. They, they want to keep everybody safe, and that's why they're letting La Raza, La Mincha, and all of these really radical um, Mexican groups and Central American groups that want to kill the um, gringo and annihilate them out of existence, and why they're letting the Muslims in and all the illegal aliens in, and why they're planning to overthrow and basically break off in the whole Cal Exit movement, and why they're trying to blow the Orville Dam, because they want to keep them safe. I mean, it, it, this is just... Beyond insanity. And uh, to be able to uh, get instant messaging for fire development. So that's understandable, that they would want to have an efficient communication system between fire stations, because so many times that one entity will help another when a disaster is so overwhelming. I get that. But it sounds to me like you think there's something more nefarious going on than simple fire department cooperation. Well, it's it's literally. Um, I, I've read up on these cameras. It's IQ three cameras, and it's the the capital letter I, the capital letter Q, and then the word I E Y E three cameras, and that's what's hooked on this uh, uh, Hepburn cell tower. And I really think it's 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 all about the surveillance. And I was telling Dave. Uh, Katie Singer wrote the book, An Electronic Silent Spring, and she actually, I, I talked to her on the phone about this, and apparently you can cite cell tower placements um, under the guise of uh, that one of these will fall down and catch fire every month. One of these in the United States this will happen to. So, so when they're putting these up in all these rural places, uh, it makes me just really wonder. They it's all about sensors, and they want to watch the wildlife and do all this research. And and literally, I th I think it's besides the surveillance, it's just another way to engulf us in radiation. So you think this is a direct attack upon the people and their health? Yes, absolutely. And that's what FirstNet is all about. And they want to get uh, full coverage, blanketed coverage in the United States with this. And rural areas are their target. So literally everybody that says, oh, I'll just move out of the city and I'll move into the county or I'll move way up where it's remote, well, there is going to be no remote. So this is what I want people to understand. This is, um, let me back up here. A lot of people do avoid living near cell transmission towers for obvious reasons. But you're saying now that it's going to be impossible to escape the dangers associated with this technology? Yes. I actually, Dave, I actually found documents by the Iridium Corporation. And uh, I talked to an expert about this, and he told me the Iridium Corporation, which is usually satellites, but, you know, the satellites are working in um, conjunction with all this other grid stuff 
on the ground. So, but the Iridium Corporation is actually the Bin Laden family. So, you know, I want people to understand that, uh, you know, we we've just we've got ourselves um, in a lot of trouble. So you're saying the Bin Laden family owns Iridium? Is that what I'm getting? Yes. And Iridium, how does Iridium connect to all this surveillance again? Who are also business partners with the Bushes. And this is before Osama Bin Laden. This is before all of that. Okay, so I'm hoping to do a study in the near future where I get into this. <laughs> I stumbled onto this the other day, just, just the, the how the so many serial killers in America relate to high-level politicians and then the pedophilic and then the occult, how that all intertwines and interplays together. It is just so unbelievably sickening when you realize that the people in high, the highest levels of government, and I mean our presidents going all the way, I mean particularly going back to the Bushes, how wicked and evil and how literally satanic and luciferian they are and how their very goal is the absolute eradication and enslavement of humanity. It's just, um, and this is all part of it, this whole... 5G death trap and this whole grid that they're trying. And again, this is something that we can pray against. God can, you know, God can throw monkey wrenches into all, but I, I, there's probably very, very little prayer regarding this going up. And this is literally something that, that they're trying to develop to totally enslave us. Well, they, they, I, I found documents about FirstNet. And the FirstNet's going to piggyback off of the grid. I want everybody to, to know. And like I said, rural areas are their main uh, coverage points. They want to make sure we've got full coverage. And uh, they have stated in some of these documents I've sent to people that they, they, in, they want to cover every square inch of the United States in these emissions. So in other words, everyone becomes a, a victim. Correct. Well, here's what doesn't make sense to me. The purveyors of this technology, now not the Bin Laden family, but the mid-level managers who know what's going on, and they're permitting this to happen, don't they have children that live in the affected area? I mean, don't they live in the affected area? Dave, this is what, <clears throat> this is what I, I think about every day, even, even going down to my local city council that I go to on a regular basis. Um, you know, the, these people that are sitting on our councils, um, we have to understand, I've, I've been doing a lot of research on them as well, and a lot of these people that are on our, um, our, our city councils have vested interests in pursuing all this stuff. So, but I, 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 I have that disconnect because I don't understand why they're not getting the health effects of this. I've sent them plenty of information, and I've said plenty of things about the health effects of these things, and they just seem to ignore me. It, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, if, if I get a document across as my desk that talks about what you're talking about, I'm going to pay attention because it doesn't just affect me, it affects my loved ones. And to me, it's, are they suicidal? Just, do they have some kind of cloaking device that they're able to shield themselves from this danger from? Help me understand this, Virginia. Well, all I know, I, I've talked to several of these experts about shielding, and, and a lot of them do not recommend to do this, Dave, because a lot of times you can actually, if you do a lot of shielding inside your home, you can actually trap the emissions inside your home, and even wearing some of this body um, uh, 
unless you can get clothing that is completely, you know, covering your body, then you're okay. But a lot of people will buy uh, shielding material and put them in their hats and that kind of thing. And, and sometimes you can trap these things, so you have to be really careful. Well, I can tell you for sure that that shielding hoodie that I wear at night, the silver, the silver material that I've mentioned before, I can guarantee you, I can tell you that when I wear it, I get better quality sleep and I don't need as much sleep. I mean, it's definitely is doing something positive for me. Um, and, you know, so take it for what it is. I can understand maybe if you were wearing just certain aspects of clothing, but the, a hoodie is, is, you know, it's pretty comprehensive coverage. Your face is exposed, but you know, you're still getting a lot of shielding from it. And, and I look at more the effects of, of how do I feel? Just like, like I've said about those, those green eight those uh it's not a blocking device it just it helps to um attenuate the radiation coming off cell phones and now they've got a new one that is um for like the more heavy duty cell phones that you can install and it's um and i'm not making anything by saying this i'm just saying it's, just say green eight radiation just do a keyword search for it um, they're a little pricey for what it appears you're getting because it looks like you're getting basically like a sticker. All I can tell you is that when I first started using these things in cell phones, I mean, I installed it on the phone. My head was heating up talking on the cell phones. Well, on the side that I was talking, always felt like it was heating up and it stopped. And so I, I recommend people install those in their smartphones or if cell phone. And they've got, like I said, they've got a new improved version now that's, um, designed more for these higher energies that these smartphones are putting out. If you choose, okay, I got, I still got to have a smartphone. At least do the green eight to attenuate some of that, some of that negative energy that 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 radioactive or not radioactive, but that that radiation that's coming out of the phone. It doesn't block it. It 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 just transforms it. It. it um, I'm not really using the right right word, but it does have an effect. So about what you're doing and. And the utilities know this, so um, this is, I, I'm still, uh, it's beyond belief to me why these people would allow this to happen, but I've looked at uh, documents from Colorado State University, even the, the city documents that I can look up um, online, a lot of their documents will actually state that there could be health concerns over these, so they're, they're aware of it, and I don't understand the, the mindset behind it, Dave. Where's the public outrage? Uh, why aren't more people speaking out such as yourself? Well, you know, I tried to tell a lot of my neighbors, and I've gone and I've talked to several people, and they just, you know, you can't see it, you can't taste it, and you don't think you can feel it, so it doesn't, it isn't going to affect you, right? And that's where people are at, and they're just busy with their lives. And I think that, um, you know, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of victims to all of, all of this. At some point, though, you think that a critical mass of awakened people would hear this and they'd say, I've had enough, and they'll start besieging their local politicians because they won't understand FCC regulations, how that all works. So they'll go to their city councilman, their mayor, their state legislator, and you think that the heat would roll from the bottom up 
And quite frankly, I'm surprised there's not more of it. What, what needs to be done to bring attention to this? Well, I, I just want people to understand that these meters emit pulsed RF radiation. And these pulsing signals... This okay, now she's talking about the smart meters now that would be on the side of your home or apartment. This is what tears your cells in your DNA down. I mean, it does so rapidly. So uh, people have to understand that you are going... I basically look at people and I say, well, death by smart meter it shall be, because I've had people say, yeah, 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 you know, I'm not going to worry about it, and, and so that's basically my... And notice she said it tears your cells and your DNA. It's always about the DNA. How many times have you heard me say that with the vaccines, with so much of the things that they're doing with the GMO foods? I mean, you could go on and on. It's always about destroying and defiling our DNA. A um, statement back to it. So... This stuff will affect you. It, it, um, they don't know what the long-term health effects are, but a lot of people are beginning to get really, really sick from these meters alone. And then you've got, you know, you've got um, uh, meters transmitting between homes, and one smart meter that is on the side of your house, there's a 92-foot diameter uh, plume of radiation. So about, what, 46 feet will be outside of your home, and 46 feet will be inside of your home. So this is what I'm saying. And then your neighbors are communicating. And then there's collector homes every 500 to 700 homes. And these homes get massive amounts of data. In turn, they get massive amounts of radiation. And then we've got collector units on our arterial streets. And then they connect to the cell towers that have all been upgraded to to take on all this power, and then it goes on to the utilities. So the infrastructure, I'm actually more concerned about the infrastructure going in. Well, why is the infrastructure more of a threat? Well, um, the collector units, for instance, here in Fort Collins, we've got these collector units, and they're on, on our arterial streets, and it includes the security cameras on all of our major intersections, but they have these transmitters on the uh, major intersections as well. They've got four little short-pronged antennas. Each of those can transmit up to 125 square miles of pulsed radiation. So basically we're being engulfed in it. It just, it just sounds like a gigantic plot designed to radiate people so people, like a frog in a boiling pot, they reach their demise without even knowing it. Is that how you see this? Well, you know, Fort Collins is a huge, you know, they're a member of Ickley, which is UN Agenda 21, and I call UN Agenda 21, this is how I, I, I sum it up, I say it's control of the people, that's why they're putting in all the bike lanes and the max buses and the train systems, and then it's, it's uh, population control. So this is, this is what it is. They, I, I truly believe it's a eugenics program. So the depopulation that we read about from people like Ted Turner uh, and Prince Charles when they say they want to reduce the population by 90%, you think this is part of that agenda? Oh, I think it's a huge part of it. And, you know, I, I also wondered, and I've talked to people about this, you know, we have chemtrails. And, you know, we're, it's aluminum, barium. Well, when these things come down, you know, a lot of the stuff, um, is inhaled into your body. Well, radiation is attracted to this stuff, Steve. So it, I think it all works together. 
is a big eugenics program, Dave, and and uh, I, I absolutely believe this. Well, okay, here's here's my hesitation. Is this about surveillance and control? Is this about depopulation? Or is it about both? How do the two fit together if they do? I believe it's both. Because, you know, Agenda 21, also they want people out of the rural areas and down into the town center. So they want to be able to control um, what we, where we're going at all times. They can keep an eye, you know, an eye on us. And, and you're never going to get out of this. And, and it just it frightens me to death. I find myself more and more mentioning this TV show. Have you, are you familiar with the show on USA Network called Colony? No. There's an aspect of this show that I think you would find interesting. Uh, you can also view this, I believe it's on Amazon Prime. And the show Colony um, is story of Earth that's invaded by aliens. The aliens are the backdrop to the story. They don't even really matter. And what the focus of the story is, is how humans are put in charge of humans to keep humans under control. And they Well, the whole thing about aliens don't matter. The aliens are the ones that are the reason that we're in, in prisons, in, in city-wide prisons, that where there's literally... 150 foot walls around enclaves of citizens, the ones that weren't killed by them and that they're tightly controlled by these alien entities but the humans are literally in charge of policing the other humans and if they get out of line whole cities can be um, scheduled for what they call rendition, meaning they'll just nuke the city they'll just wipe the whole city population out if, if if the aliens deem that we're getting too far out of line, or if, or if people get too far out of line, then you go to either work camps or you will go to this place on the moon where it's called the farm, and it's basically like you go there, they work you till you die, and then you die, and they use you up. But the thing, the thing that's broken in the last episode or two about that show is that what they've discovered is that the aliens have all of this pie-in-the-sky garbage they've been feeding everybody called the best day, where they are alien saviors. They've literally got their own Bible that they're brainwashing the more upper-crust people with. And I think, to a certain extent, the lower class. There's two different castes in these cities. There's the upper caste that lives in the green zone that are basically doing the bidding of the aliens. And then there's the lower caste, which are just the normal people that live outside the green zone and the whole thing is rimmed by a gigantic wall that you can't get out of essentially it's all patrolled by these alien drones if you get out of line or if you try to climb the wall if you do anything that's deemed subversive they just come and they just mow you down and it's funny because it just broke today or in the last week where they're talking about certain police forces actually being able to use drones that have lethal capacity to go and and it'll be legal now for drones to be flying around, which have lethal capacity to basically machine gun you into existence. They've got the same thing on Colony. So much of the predictive programming and the ultimate agenda of all of this, I believe, is, is within that show. It's a very, very hopeless type of show to watch. There's no real hope. I mean, they're, they're just trying, like, the, the main characters of the show are just trying to break free out of the city. They've sealed all the entrances from under the city now, and they don't know how they're going to get out, and it's just, 
it's a very hopeless existence and it's an existence where you can't trust anybody and where other people are selling each other out constantly in order to save their own skin and this is the mentality they want us to be they want us to get into where it's hopeless the aliens are coming they're they're going to invade give up there's no hope in fighting them you're dead and this is your reality and it's it's a sickening reality with this show to to um i don't i don't recommend even watching i'm just giving you the plot line so you can kind of understand what they're what they're talking about here um but there is no hope and then in the last i think the last episodes they've they've discovered through some um files that they downloaded that essentially the aliens are coming there with all this pie in the sky stuff saying, oh, you're going you're gonna to ascend, basically. It's kind of their version. I don't know if it's their version of the rapture. Um, we're your alien creators. We're your benevolent alien. And we're going to do all this fun stuff. And they're, they're giving them all of this hope, particularly people in the upper crust of society that are, that are working with the aliens directly. But what they've discovered in the computer downloads is that that's actually probably not going to happen at all. And that the ultimate goal of the aliens is to essentially just use up all the humans as a human resource, essentially, and uh, use them up through work camps or whatever they're doing to them. And ultimately, the absolute total eradication of the human race so that we're not on the planet at all. What was childhood, childhood end the last year that I did a whole teaching on? Well, what the ultimate goal of that was basically, in the end, I think one human survived and he was on board the mothership as Satan was basically next to him saying, well, it had to happen. All humanity had to be eradicated. It was for the best. And yeah, I'll, I'll let you live for now, basically. But all humanity's been eradicated. Now you're now we even blew up your planet. We had to do that too. Well, why, why would Satan want to do that? Well, if he had his way, think about it. You know, God created man in his image. We remind him of God okay because of that aspect alone and he also created the earth where man lived which is where all of these things in the bible have played out if satan had his way sure he'd eradicate all humanity and he'd eradicate the earth and that's why childhood end is, is just one more other scenario where humanity is totally wiped off the planet and this colony show has now got to the point where now they're admitting openly that that is the goal is is all of this stuff is just to placate humanity. Ultimately, you're all going to be wiped off the planet, and but we're going to keep that from you until the last possible moment. They show unbelievable surveillance capabilities, unbelievable repressiveness in terms of controlling the population with a great amount of ruthlessness associated with it. And what you're describing to me here puts me in the mindset of the martial law conditions and I should say extreme martial law conditions that we see in the TV show Colony. And it's, it's an amazing show, Virginia. They don't have the Wi-Fi threats and so forth in there, but the surveillance grid is omnipresent. In the show, they have this control room. It's massive. It's like the size of a football field. And in there, you have people assigned to monitors to do nothing but watch watch people watch what they so it's basically citizens in this room that they've recruited 
that sit in a room all day, 1984, George Orwellian style, in front of a computer monitor that is split up into different grids, and each one of them is a camera in your house that has been installed by their goons that I don't think most people even know they that the cameras even exist in the houses. I think they've wanted to keep that a secret. They're in like the air vents. They're very subtle. Um... And, but they're installed in all the people's houses in this particular colony. And this is the Los Angeles colony, the people that are left. And they're monitoring you 24-7. And people take different, these people take different shifts. And all they're doing is watching these monitors and listening to what is being said in, in a given room whenever a given conversation is taking place. I mean, it's that sick. They do wrong. All of your utilities currently have this capability. Um, yeah, well, okay, hold on. If you don't have smart appliances, they don't. And if you don't have a smart meter on the outside of your house to communicate with the smart appliances, I don't believe they do at that point. I think you've got to have the whole enchilada. Now, they've even said that with the with these um, incandescent lights, that could actually even be, not incandescent, I'm sorry, the um, CFL, compact fluorescent, the, the curly Q, um type bulbs which actually have that like that little there, there's literally like transistors and stuff at the base of all of those light bulbs those actually may have the ability to communicate with a smart meter and smart appliances this is why i'm saying you know something breaks down in your house go old school go to a place where you can buy some reliable old a, a lot of the, the old school stuff is more reliable anyway like a lot of these high capacity washers and dryers the smart ones and stuff um, a lot of them don't even get the clothes that clean, it, like like a lot of the older ones do. Well, the reason is is the whole thing about okay, well you're not you those other ones were inefficient. They use more water. They use more this. They use more that. Whatever. The fact is, is I would try to avoid as much on the lines of smart appliances as you possibly could. And sometimes with electronics, you can go online like on eBay and buy stuff that's not like older. Like when my printer went out. It wasn't like a smart printer. I went online on eBay, and I bought the same one. It was hard to find, but I got it on eBay. It was like a brand new one that had never been whatever, and it's working great. Not only that, I didn't have to buy different cartridges, and I knew how to use it, and I was familiar with it, and I already had the right interface with it on my computer. So it saved me a lot of hassle, really. So these are just little things that, that you might want to think about doing, but you know, that can have a big effect. SDSU, San Diego Gas and Electric, they've, what, they've got what's called a viz wall. And they will actually show these walls in these rooms that just have uh, TV screens everywhere of every intersection and of every downtown area. I, I actually was listening to uh, one of the city council meetings a couple of weeks ago on TV, and they were talking about getting more uh, camera for scan capabilities in downtown Fort Collins. So this stuff is going on, and Dave, they're spending millions and millions and millions. Actually, I, I read an article the other day that this smart grid was going to cost upwards of between a hundred million to over a trillion dollars, and we're paying for it. We're paying for all of this. Just out of curiosity, and assuming they're not just perverted voyeurs. Why do they need the watches? I think because over time, Dave, with 
and I advise people not to buy electric cars because the batteries in them also emit really, really dangerous amounts of RF radiation into the vehicle. Actually, um, it can uh, set uh, medical devices off. But, you know, this is all the, the attempt with all this as well is because they can they can track everywhere you're driving. And, you know, and eventually, Dave, it's... Wait, did you hear that, though, about the RF? Radio frequencies on the electric cars? Did you know that? I mean, that you're just bathing yourself in, in concentrated radiation, basically, with, with these electric cars? Again, you can't trust any new technology that's coming out. There's always some kind of nefarious agenda behind it, typically. You know? So, just bear that in mind. That's why I wanted to play this interview, because I didn't... I mean, that was just one of the things I did not know about these electric cars. I'm going to show them, you know, who's driving too much, or, or where they're going, and they shouldn't be doing this. They don't want you traveling. And so, this is to clamp down on us so that we cannot get out of these town centers. And I believe that there won't be that many of us that will survive to be able to even move into these town centers. You're talking about the mega city stacking packs that we... Yes. Okay, okay. That's what I thought you meant. And just in case the listening audience is not aware of what Virginia and I are referring to, uh, one of the advisors to uh, President Obama was uh, a guy, Bob uh, Kulig, I believe it was, and he has a website called America2050.org, and in there, and this is officially given to Obama, so this is not idle speculation... (laughs) 11 megacities with a population of 6 million each will inhabit the United States by the year 2050, according to what they're saying. And they have in there the high-speed bullet trains and so forth. But, Virginia, I want to point something out to you that kind of validates what you're saying about depopulation. If you take 11 population centers, these megacity regions, and you multiply times 6 million, America could be missing 90% of its population by the year 2050. That's that's exactly right, Dave. And you know, we we've become such a dumbed down society. And I think um, you know this is why I've been fighting cell phones for so long because you know people have to understand too these darn cell phones, the new ones. You know they they don't want you using any resources. They don't want you using any energy. I've been told by two experts that some of these new cell phones where you get data. I I don't know. I don't have one. I think you can download even movies on them. These things use more energy than a large home appliance. So I want people to understand that as well. But also what comes along with these cell phones, now you're starting to get cell towers that have been upgraded to to push this, this signaling out to you, and it's all data signals. So it's this, again, it's all this pulse stuff, and eventually we're going to succumb to a lot of this. Wow. But I, I think a lot of people, Dave, this is where, and I see it because I don't have a cell phone and I haven't had one for years, but I actually see the absolute addiction that I'm seeing with all this stuff. And I've talked to Barry Trower. Um, I've been invited with him to be on a program, and he told me that uh, uh, these new cell phones will actually create the same brain chemicals as somebody taking heroin or morphine. So this is why people are addicted to them. It's, it's addictive. And uh, he also mentioned that the UK just did a scan of the country, and they found over 200 cancer clusters at area schools throughout the UK. Excuse me. 
How does that relate to what we're talking about, the cancer clusters at schools? Well, you know, I, I investigated four cancer clusters, the one at UC San Diego that had a new occurrence in 2016, by the way, and uh, one at Kelly Elementary School in Carlsbad, one at the La Quinta Middle School in Palm Springs, which had another occurrence in 2015, and then the one at SDSU, which affected my son. Well, all four of these cancer clusters, Dave, were stopped by epidemiology reports. So the schools release these reports, and all these reports do are, are they give you the statistics, how many people will die in a certain area with the same form of cancer. They don't tell you what causes it. So all of these cancer clusters deserve toxicology programs. But I had an expert call me about three months ago and uh, just found out through the IARC, the Interna International Agency for Research on Cancer and the WHO, the World Health Organization, they are no longer, no longer going to announce cancer clusters. So I want parents to understand, you better get on these college campuses because this is where all this grid stuff is coming from. It's all on all the major college campuses throughout the United States. And you better find out where these cell towers are and you better take meters over there and make sure where your kids are going to be attending and what, where, what area of campus they're going to be on. Let me take you in a different direction here because you said college campuses and I'm going to refer to something called IntelliStreets, which was beta tested in Farmington Hills, Michigan, but is now being installed or has been installed on the campus of the University of Nevada at Las Vegas, coming to Southern California. Do you, are you familiar with IntelliStreets? Yes, that's going to that's gonna piggyback off of the grid and they're going to have street lights that they're going to put in everywhere, and they want to put them on college campuses, uh, sporting venues, and then eventually throughout our cities, and these communicate with through the grid. Again, they're all wireless. They're apparently going to play music so that you, you, know, you can listen to nice tunes while you're walking along, but they can also hear your conversation. Yes. And mm -hmm. I think, Dave, that... Um, this is just another huge part of the surveillance part of this stuff. But, you know, they, they say, again, it's for public safety so that if a girl gets mugged or something, you know, they've always got cameras in, inside of them as well. So this is how um, they're going to take over all this stuff. And we have another thing that's also, I, 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 I don't know if you know about dark skies. Have you heard of that? I've heard the phrase, uh, but I'm not making the connection. What is it? Okay, well, we apparently have light pollution in our cities, so this is a way to cut down on the light pollution. I believe Fort Collins has already approved this as well. They're going to; these are LED street lights that they're going to put into our neighborhoods, and this is so that the wildlife can roam freely through our cities. But the bad thing about these days, these these street lights, the the blue hue that come off of them. These actually will destroy the retinas of your eyes if you're around them enough. So I, I just I don't have very good news. I just wish it would stop, and it's going to take a lot of people to understand what's going on to get it stopped. This is insanity. You said two things there that really got my attention. They want the wildlife to roam through the cities. Can you explain that? Well, well uh, uh, Fort Collins, of course. UN Agenda 21, they want to have wildlife corridors throughout our cities. And so this is part of that, so that the wildlife can run, roam freely without any, um, you know, problems with public. So 
this this is all part of it. And, you know, not only will it harm us, it's going to harm the wildlife, just, just like the grid is. All this radiation, I've noticed this over the last couple of years just sitting in my office here. I'll have birds that will hit my windows on the outside, and it's because their navigation system is all messed up. And we're, we're finding out that the, the bee colonies are starting to die off, and it's because of all of, all of this, Dave. And without bees, you're not going to have food. This is incredible. The, uh, Every, everything that they can try to do to destroy humanity. And like I've said before, you look at Genesis 6, okay, and you look at the alien agenda, and you, and you realize that these entities aren't human, okay? Could it be also that this environment that they're trying to create, this electromagnetically polluted, this... This environment that's saturated with nano-sized particles of aluminum and barium and ethylene dibromide and only God knows what else from the chemtrails, the, the GMOs, um, uh, who knows what else they're doing, and then all of this radiation, could it be that they're literally, and this is what they've said with the geoengineering program, they're terraforming the earth. They're literally creating an earth that is more hospitable to these entities that want to take this planet over and to kill us, whatever you want to call them. Okay, but when Dave was saying to Virginia, well, why would they want to do this? Don't they realize it's killing their own kids? And this too? It may not be that. It, it may be the, the, the devils that are at the uppermost part of the food chain. Let's say Nephilim. Okay, so let's say that they're not fully human. Okay. What if that's conducive to their biochemistry? What if all these things that they're doing, they like? Whereas it's going to kill us, but it's good for them. They like it. All of the negative, and I think this has to do with even occult structures, where, like we had talked about in Washington, D.C., where you've got the, you know, the largest obelisk on the planet in in all of the freemasonic architecture and then all of the garbage how um washington dc is laid out in a totally occult grid pattern essentially all of these occult symbols literally built into the city from its inception if you don't believe it just can riddles in stone on youtube and you'll see the whole it's been laid out from its inception all of that attracts dark negative energy. Then you look at CERN and you look at them trying to create dark matter with these particle colliders. And I've talked about the dark matter where, I mean, just like a tiny, tiny gram of this stuff. If you get into close proximity with it, you will start having the most evil dark thoughts apart from Jesus Christ is what I mean. And even then you have to just focus on the love of God even to... This is a first-hand account of, of the gentleman that was exposed to it. So much so that they have to move dark matter, like sometimes miles underground, away from city populations, or the whole cities will, and I'm talking about particularly the unsaved population, would probably turn and kill each other because of the effect of dark matter that it has on people. All of this is being done in combination, in concert together, and ultimately to, from a satanic standpoint, eradicate humanity and that's why the bible says that if god didn't shorten those days no humanity would be spared now it's coming into clear view isn't it 
Why, why was that said? Well, look at all of the ways they're actively trying to control and kill us and track us and dumb us down and um, interfere with our physiology in a negative way. I believe it's good for their physiology. Devils and demons and evil entities like this type of stuff we're talking about. They like it. They feed off it. This is why it's being created. It, it sounds like when you talk about the, uh, uh, I guess we'll say, wildlife sanctuaries in our cities, it's one big zoo, and humans are just going to take up one part of the zoo. Yep. Right. I, I well, feel like we're zoo animals is how we're being. And I think another thing you're going to have, too, and, th- and this is if, this is if everything played out satanically, and God didn't intervene, and God didn't shorten those days, and Satan were to win. Okay, it's not going to happen. But I believe if he had his way, his druthers, what Satan would do is, again, I've said this before a lot, it would be like the Hunger Games type of scenario, where even the animals that are in the forest are bioengineered now. Even down to the insects. They're not fully human. They're like part geoengineered GMO, probably part robot to a certain extent. In other words, all of God's creation has been wiped out. And now Satan's defiled version of that creation has usurped or replaced God's creation. They, and they do the same to humanity. So, just to throw that in. Well, not, not that many of us are going to survive that, this. Uh, this is what I'm, you know, the Fort Collins, you know, the economy's been just horrible in most cities, and, and Fort Collins is no exception. We have had several businesses that have closed down, several restaurants that have closed down, but we have a brand-new medical facility over at CSU that's huge, a new one out on Harmony Road, and then a new Banner Health that's just down the road from there. Because they want to keep you locked into the whole medical paradigm, pharmacia, sorcery, come get your drugs and your surgery, come let us keep you locked into that. Let's let me, because that's all part of this. That's a huge part of what we're talking about today. You being more and more locked into the whole pharmaceutical paradigm, thinking that evidently you can drug your body into good health, which is impossible. And then you become, you drug yourself for so long and you sweep those symptoms under, under the rug for so long that eventually you become a surgical candidate by sweeping those symptoms under the rug through the drugs, which also have tons of horrible side effects. So... Yeah, they're going to pump tons and tons, millions and millions into the healthcare, into into the medical healthcare, disease propagation care is what I should say. There is no financial incentive for the medical pharmaceutical cartels to find a cure for any disease ever. Why isn't there ever any cures from these magic drugs? I mean, Jerry's kids, how long has that been going on? The March of Dimes, all of these... You know, it's funny, they never ever find a cure when there's actually alternative natural cures already out there for multiple things, but it's always suppressed and demonized and labeled as quackery. And, I mean, even a lot of the things that, that you know, and if it does really work, they'll just drum you out of the country, they'll throw you in jail, or, you know, where you have to go, if you even could do that practice in another country, if you have something that really works. That's what happens. I've seen it over and over. I mean, me being an alternative healthcare since 93, I can unequivocally say that that is what they do. 100%, man. If you have anything that works too good and they find out about it, look at all these alternative doctors that were dropping dead here that we talked about like, you know, a year ago. 
regarding like uh, what was that cancer cures and things of this nature. So understand that is a very huge part of the new world order. That medical pharmaceutical cartel is integrally related and interlocked with what we're talking about today. Because all this stuff we're talking about today is eventually going to make you sick. It's either going to give you cancer, tumors, things of this nature. And who are you going to go to then? Well, 99% of the people are going to go the medical route. Which is going to benefit directly from this. With more business. And they're going to get bigger and bigger. And then they're going to keep track of you through this. And then it's all now it's all intertwined in with the IRS. I mean, it's so wicked and so evil. It just defies the imagination. And, this, and my mindset goes to the fact that I believe they know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be uh, diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Which explains... So in other words, they're, they're, they're expanding their medical facilities ahead of time because they know, especially when 5G is implemented, which is being implemented right now, where they're, they're going to want to put transmitters on the side of every house, so then you're really going to get hit with the radiation they know that the cancer rates are going to just absolutely explode at that point. So what they're doing is they're building more hospitals and things of this nature at, to try to get ahead of the problem, which to them is not a problem, but a wonderful thing, so that they can accommodate the massive amount of cancer patients that they're going to have to deal with. What are they going to do, give them chemo? Chemo was originally leftover mustard gas from World War II. It's it's a poison. Okay? You can't poison your body into good health. It kills more people than it helps. Or radiation? I mean, it's total insanity. It's total pure evil. And, and I'm, you know, it's a, it's a horrible situation, but I would rather give my listeners a heads up about these things so that they're not, you know, destroyed for lack of knowledge like the Bible talks about. Why the FDA suppresses cancer cures. Correct. Yeah, I, I uh, just did a um, interview on that with an expert, and uh, the the proof is pretty overwhelming. In fact, I could point to anecdotally, private situation. I had a lady named uh, Katie who did health reports on my show for a while, and Katie contracted a very viral form of breast cancer, fast spreading, and she was told you got to have a mastectomy, you're going to die, and she chose not to do that. So she enlisted a treatment protocols that were all natural in origin, and at the center of it were vitamin C injections. And I see now that Katie is uh, cancer-free after her seven-month battle, that vitamin C injections are being outlawed by the FDA. Well, it, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, these, you know they, they, they get you into the system. And it, it also tears the family apart because it creates chaos within your family. And I know exactly how that feels. And, uh, you know, you'll do anything, especially when it's your child. I mean, you'll do anything and to, to fight this stuff. But I, I put this together when I was in San Diego when my son was diagnosed. Uh, I asked the neurosurgeon at the time, I said, what caused this? And he looked at me and said, his cell phone. And so I was thinking, you know, wow, you know, he, that's exactly where he puts his cell phone is on the same side of the head. head. That's called ipsilateral, by the way. Yeah, that's where, where literally when they first started coming out with the lawsuits against cell phones causing brain tumors, 
and these are just like the older ones. These are the ones that aren't near as deadly as the smartphones now. They would literally, sometimes the tumors would literally be in the shape of the antenna in the cell phone where all the radiation was being transmitted from or receiving. And, and that would literally be the shape of the tumor on the same side of the head as they would always talk on. So if you're going to use it, again, I'd say definitely get a green eight. Use it on speakerphone as much as you can. Um, don't sleep with it near your body, that's for sure. Turn it off and put it in one of those um, like uh, secure um, ID stronghold has a whole bunch of really nice, I mean, classy looking wallets. That's the one I use for um, my wallet just to shield my credit cards and things of this nature so your identity is not stolen. But they've got, they've got um, cell phone protectors. There's a lot of companies out there that, that make them now. You can put that in there when they're not in use. Uh, switch, if, if you're going to be using it, keep it away from your head um, and use it on speakerphone whenever you can. You know, I understand that if, it's, if you're in a public position, you can't do that. But I'm saying whenever you can, try to keep it away from, from your head. Um, all the stuff that I've tried to tell my listeners over the years, all of this stuff, if you're, if you're implementing it in your daily life, can add up to really gigantic things down the road. Meaning, wow, I didn't end up getting cancer when I would have got cancer had I kept doing this particular thing and, and again you know we're destroyed for lack of knowledge lest satan get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices these are devices of satan that he wants you to be woefully and totally ignorant of the stuff that we we cover on a week-to-week basis or bi-weekly at this point um basis so let's go further so if you hear somebody having a brain tumor you might ask and say what um where's your tumor located and what hand do you use and do you use a cell phone because usually they they are both connected so if your tumor's on the left side and you're left-handed that's where the tumor will be located and vice versa but um yeah dave it's it's uh you know we have to get people to understand that this is why we're having we've got so many cancers and you know you can avoid a lot of the gmos the chemtrails are hard but, you know, if we could get people to quit using these cell phones. I, I, I have traveled all over the country without cell phones, and I'm to the point now I don't even think about them. I, I don't have any use for one. And, I, you know, if I want to have a conversation, I come home and I'll call somebody or I will look something up on the Internet. And, uh, you know, I don't have to have this instant satis- satisfaction from, from owning one. <clears throat> It's just incredible how far this has gone and how draconian it is. But I go back to something I raised earlier in this interview. The people that are imposing this on the public can't be immune to this. Well, Dave, they they think they are. (laughs) But again, if their physiology is different, were were the Nephilim different, their physiology? And ultimately, they ended up pretty much controlling the planet prior to the flood. They were the ones that were in control, the fallen angels and the Nephilim. Was their physiology different? Obviously it was. So we don't know what's good for their physiology. And it could be something totally different than what's good for our physiology. So. That's, there's a disconnect. They don't think this is going to harm them. And I'm telling them, it will harm you. It may not, it's, all this stuff is cumulative. 
So the more of it you receive, the more damaging it is to your body. So you may not get cancer today or tomorrow or next year, but, you know, in five or six years, there's going to be a lot of us being diagnosed with different forms of cancer. So, you know, this is um, what I want people to understand. And we can live without these devices. We don't need them. And uh, I actually interviewed a, a gentleman here in town that his wife, they were a real estate team here in town, and I asked him, I said, did she, and his wife died of brain cancer, I said, what, um, did she use a cell phone? He said, actually, no, but he says, you know what she did do? And I said, what? And he said, she would play games on these little, I don't know what they're called, iPads or something at night, and she said, he said she'd put it underneath her pillow because she loved it, it kept her pillow warm. So, you know, the, it's not just cell phones. It's it's all of this wireless stuff, and the Wi-Fi is really, really dangerous. So, and, and I want people to understand this, too, that you're the, the elderly. So get your Wi-Fi if you've got it in your house. I'm hardwired in. I use Ethernet cables. And, yeah, does my house kind of look like a, a mess a little bit? I got Ethernet cables going into my bedroom, and I don't have them, like, through the wall, they're literally on the ground. I don't care. If, if I need to use my computer in my bedroom or whatever, if like I get up and I just want to check the news and stuff like that, I got an Ethernet cable right there. I'm hardwired in. And I'm not using Wi-Fi. I only use Wi-Fi if I'm going to be like downstairs or like in another part of the house where the cord can't reach, which is not very often at this point. And so I have it as an option. But I had to go to my cable company, and I don't know, it might be more common now, but I, I got the, the, the Wi-Fi one that actually has that as an option, where it, you can turn it on or off, in other words, and it's not a huge, gigantic deal, okay? So, I recommend doing that. Definitely don't leave your Wi-Fi on at night. It's just about as bad as a smart meter. I don't, I don't even know. It's, they're, they're both horrible in their own way cordless phones are really bad too they give off a tremendous amount of radiation if you're going to have any home at your phone at your house you want to make sure it's hardwired in the cordless phones are horrible another thing that's bad um you know there's i unfortunately i know there's so much to try to know and to try to figure out on this and i have done a lot of teachings on the smartphones put a lot of videos if uh, or on the smart meters as well so if you're unfamiliar with this information, you can go and reference those teachings. You can email me. I do have some files on these things, like on smart meters, on cancer, on, on, on stuff like this. Um, but a lot of it you can find on my, my website as well. And um, try to just, you know, arm yourself. And, and, you know, it's just a process. Just try to do a little bit at a time. Don't try to do it all at once. You'll get overwhelmed. But if you're unaware of all this information and you want to really start trying to make a change, and you're going to start feeling better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to, you know, a lot of things that you may be suffering with might end up going away. I've also had um, listeners buy the bed shrouds, um, these um, silver impregnated shrouds that they have over their bed, the canopies, and they sleep under them. Let's say they got a smart meter. There's no way out of it and you're on the first floor, you put one of these bed shrouds over the bed, and it's going to block out all of these all of these signals and all of these radiation signals that are coming into you, or most of it, like 95%, and you're going to get a better night's sleep. Um, now, granted, once you go out of it, you're going to be exposed again, but the quality of rest that you're getting, and it's another reason they're doing this, is they're trying to totally annihilate our, our sleep patterns and what type of sleep that we're in 
They don't want us to get into that, like that stage four REM sleep and the delta sleep and where you're really getting good quality rest. They don't want you to get into that. It's another reason they're pumping these signals out all the time. They're trying to just totally annihilate your sleep patterns, which, you know, is a whole other problem unto itself. Some people go with the bed shrouds, okay? So that's another option. And again, I've, I've covered all this before. But it's obviously, this is a study where we want to kind of revisit it. And the youngest, you know, your child's development is, is going on right now. And the cells are rapidly forming throughout their bodies and stuff. They will be, I have heard that the, the elderly and the infants and small children will be the first victims of all of this. Hmm. Yep. Cut people off before they can reproduce. Right. Let's go back to IntelliStreets for a second. Let's see. Let's compare facts because this is what I think I have learned, and I want to verify this with you, that they'll have facial recognition. They can scan you for weapons, and they'll even bark orders at you if you do things like jaywalk. What do you know about that? I've heard the same thing, and, I, and I, at this point in time, I absolutely believe that that's part of this. You know, it's... Um, you know, our cities are all uh, encompassed with this strong cities uh, police force now. And, you know, it's just a huge surveillance net, Dave. And I don't know if there's going to be any escape from it. But, um, you know, this is why I'd like to get into uh, um, this Delphi technique and what's going on in our cities where I want people to understand what's going on and how you can fight back. We're Explain. trying to go to something positive. Well, explain the Delphi technique. What is that? Well, the Delphi technique, you can go to any kind of, you can go to a city meeting. Now, remember, this lady's coming at this from an unsafe perspective, which is a hopeless perspective, basically. Dave Hodges, every once in a while, will interject something about God in there. He's our only hope for any of this. Yes, you can be destroyed for lack of knowledge, but ultimately, the Lord Jesus Christ is our only hope regarding this type of evil agenda that's being set that the bible does predict it doesn't predict like okay you're going to have 5g to deal with and all these types of specifics but it says that you know we're going to be moving into more and more wicked times and if god didn't shorten those days no flesh would be spared and <laughs> what we're seeing here is total proof of that you know a total uh, total police state total surveillance state which is things like you know george Orwell, 1984 brave new world predicted all of this and so um, ultimately our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ and worst case scenario absent from the body is to be present with the Lord so that's our hope or a county meeting or you know any of these meetings they're Delphi and and what they are they're, they're pretty much dog and pony show, shows they're all um, you know the, the decisions have already been made um, here in Fort Collins we got a max bus system that goes five miles north five miles south it goes, it's a bus to nowhere, nobody rides it, and it come, came to a cost of $87 million. Well, the citizens voted that out twice. And then I couldn't figure out for the longest time, this, the city actually sent me something that said they, they had um, extensive public outreach on these smart meters and smart grid. So I, just started, to, I started looking into this um, public outreach stuff, and I found some interesting information. What did you find? Well, you know, the Delphi technique, you go to these meetings and they'll do little um, films or they will put you these little 
round tables where you can't get a huge group of people together. And that's what they want. Because all these meetings, folks, have all got predetermined outcomes. So, um, And also another thing I want to mention in town, too, is the stadium at CSU. So many people went to the city and to CSU to complain about this stadium that they're putting right smack in the middle of town, and the congestion with the traffic is going to be horrific. But this is what they do to people, and th these decisions were made a long time ago. So um, before it ever gets to the public, it's um, long been determined. But uh, what I found out, there's something called the EPA Public Participation Guide. And I want people to um, type in something. It's, uh, if you type in EPA Public Participation Guide International Cooperation, um, you can find all kinds of information on this stuff. And I kind of want to go through some of it with you, if I could. Sure. Okay. Well, they've got different uh, levels for public participation. There's five levels. The first one is to inform. The second is to consult. The third is to involve. The fourth is to collaborate. And the fifth is to empower. But the first one is called um, inform. And, and also, in this um, EPA Public Participation Guide, there's something called the IAP2. And, of course, I looked it up, and Fort Collins has these as well, these conferences. And it's the International Association for Public Participation. It, it tells them how to guide the public through this process. So this is what they're doing. But the inform, the, inform, the first part of it, um, the informed level of public participation does not actually provide the opportunity for the public to participate at all, but rather provides the public with information they need to understand the agency decision-making decision process, okay? The second one, consult, the level of public participation is at a basic minimum opportunity for public input to a decision. The third one is involved. The involved level of public participation is more than a consultation. To involve means to include. At this level, the public is invited into the process. And then the third one, or the fourth one is collaborate. And the collaborate level of public participation includes all elements of involved. But what they want to do is they want to um, uh, collaborate at this level with the public. And this is when the, the um, public is now invited into the decision-making process. But what they want to do with this collaborate level, Dave, is they want to um, find consens consensus solutions. Okay, and then the very last one is the empower level, which uh, provides the public with the opportunity to make decisions for themselves. So this, this is how they do this stuff, Dave. I mean, it's, you know, um, this is why people aren't finding out about the smart grid and about the smart meters and what's going on. So I ask people, uh, you know, I've, um, uh, this, uh, who is the guy that's just uh, Trump put in place for the EPA? Um, oh, I just had his name on the back of my mind here. Oh, I, uh, I, know, anyway. I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's jumped out of my head, too. But he <laughs> is, he is uh, anti, um, excuse me, and I'm, I'm fighting this chest cold, but... He is anti-EPA, and he's in charge of the EPA. I found it almost humorous. Right. Well, you know, this is the thing. We need to, 
you know, we've got all these NGOs, um, non-governmental organizations. You know, the the um, and and I I look up stuff all the time. You know, the F none of the, none of our federal departments are working. I actually found documents where the National League of Cities, that's the United Nations, they actually have meetings with the FCC and and um, you know the EPA and all these things. I mean, it's just crazy. These departments are not taking care of the citizens anymore. They're they're being run basically. From what I found out, Dave, I, I believe they're all being run through the United Nations. Oh, they are. They are. There's no question. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're right. talking about an Agenda 21 program, you are talking about the direct involvement of the UN. Correct. And the UN actually has something called the ICT for Peace, except it's ICT number four peace. And um, so people need to look this stuff up, and I believe this is all part of the Resilient City campaign and... Uh, I'm telling you, Dave, it's just the the connections are just endless. So, you know, bottom line, I, I look at it, we've got to stop these um, NGOs and we've got to get out of the United Nations, period. Well, uh, I understand that uh, our current representative to the U.N., Miss um, Haley, she is not a fan of the U.N., and I find it interesting, again, this is a consistent style I've seen with our president, he is appointing people to run agencies or represent something in which the people are on the record of diametrically opposing the mission. And I'm hopeful that you're right. And I think that there's one thing to gradually withdraw from the U.N., which is, I think, what it's Trump's plan to do so. And you could also do it quickly, but that would create controversy. So I really think that this is what Trump is trying to do. This is... And I, and I well, see I him doing it within... So that's all we have for, for today here. I'm, I'm over on, on both parts here. And uh, um, as I get busier with the ministry, it's harder and harder for me to do four, five, six-part uh, teaching. So, uh, but again, a lot of information to assimilate regarding this teaching. A lot of, of uh, potentially life-saving stuff here that, that, that you know we need to know about. A lot of stuff that... We can pray about and to pray that God direct us away from the way that Satan is trying to lead humanity. It's just, it, it's such a minefield of things to try to navigate. So many aspects of our life. And again, that's all by design. Satan's just trying to make it where it's just like impossible to escape all this stuff. Um, but no matter what, God is bigger than all of this okay so i'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer heavenly father we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us i do thank you god for letting us come together again regarding another teaching that that we will have in the books here lord i pray you bless my listeners lord i pray you imbue them and endow them lord with wisdom understanding knowledge i pray for your mercy on the body of christ um on the innocent Lord, on the in, on the unborn babies, Lord God, that are, may be scheduled for abortion, on the ones that are scheduled for satanic sacrifice, on the ones that the pedophiles maybe have in captivity or maybe are going to abduct. Lord, none of this, there's nothing here that I've mentioned that you don't know about and that you don't know ahead of time. And I just pray to God for your divine intervention, Lord, for your mercy upon them, for your mercy upon the body of Christ, 
that you would show us the remedies, God, for so much of what we cover here on, on a weekly or bi-weekly or semi-monthly basis, Lord. Show us the remedies, Lord, for we can know nothing apart from you. And personally, I just feel like what the Bible says in that Solomon said, I, I'm but a, I am is but a little child. I know not whether to come in or go out apart from you. I just pray, Lord, for your divine intervention regarding all these matters. And I pray to God you would annihilate and destroy every bit of wicked technology that is being put out there by these wicked organizations, ultimately that are controlled by Satan, to destroy your creation, Lord to destroy humanity, to defile humanity, to defile the wildlife and the fish and the birds and, the fi and everything out there, Lord God, to defile your world, God. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. I pray to God, I mean, the Fukushima, Lord, how the Pacific is, is just a dead zone now in so many parts. I pray to God you neutralize that wicked radiation coming from that lord it's so sad it's just how your creation is being killed off and manipulated and controlled and defiled and i just pray god that, that you endow the the body of christ lord the remedies on how to deal with this and teach us how to pray god uh, teach us what to do about all of this teach us put people on our path that we can educate and help Maybe ones that would educate us. I just pray for your mercy, Lord, and I thank you so much for your goodness and mercy you have bestowed upon us. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins that we have committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, and that your name would be glorified through the body of Christ, Lord, and that many would be saved as a result of, of you working through the body of Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.